it's coming fast, pray it never stop. And we all on 10. And we all on 10. And we're back. Welcome to the Health on 10 podcast. That's the show you're listening to right now. My name is Alex Krenitz. I'm your host. We do a 10-minute podcast on health, nutrition, fitness. Um, I look up a subject, I research it, and I give you it to you in a digestible, consumable form, hopefully. And today's episode is going to be on the vegan diet, pros and cons. And if you're not vegan, don't worry, stick around anyways, because I'm going to talk a lot about fruits and vegetables and the health benefits that they give you and why you should eat more of those. So I'm doing this on the vegan diet because me and Danny, my boss, my buddy, uh, we are doing a little experiment here. This is now the first week. We're doing the vegan diet for two weeks. And yes, I know you're probably like, Alex, you have to do it for longer than two weeks to see benefit. Well, I don't give a shit. I make the rules. We're doing it for two weeks. And then we're going to do the carnivore diet. And we're going to see how our body feels after that. And just kind of get to know the diet a little bit more, what vegans would eat if I have vegan clients and I do, and how to go about getting proper nutrients. I actually did this before about a year and a half ago, and I did a lot. I ate a lot of these processed impossible meats, and I'll get into why I don't like these, and I think these are not very good for you later on in the show. But yeah, I went about it that way. Uh, I ended up stopping because I noticed patches in my beard. I was like, what? This is weird. And uh, I went to the doctor just stopped it immediately. And honestly, it wasn't from the vegan diet. I I think it was probably from vitamin D deficiency. I wasn't taking a supplement back then. And it was winter. So I wasn't getting in the sun a lot, but I don't really know what it was. It went away. But do know I did try the vegan diet before. So this isn't the first time. I'll get into the pros and cons in a second, but I do have to say, I'm not against the vegan diet and I'm not necessarily for the vegan diet. For those of you that aren't vegan, you probably see it quite a bit that these vegans try to push it on you. If you're not vegan, you're unhealthy. It's, it's almost become this like cultish diet, which is just horrible, horrible for the diet in general. If you actually want someone to, to eat more fruits and vegetables, stop shoving it down their throat like they need to be vegan. It, it's like n- now we've totally overcorrected, and now there's these other people doing this carnivore diet, which we're going to try in a couple weeks, which I think is absurd for the gen pop. And I'm not saying every vegan's crazy because they're not. I actually know a few vegans that listen to this, and you guys aren't crazy at all. There's just a, there's just a stigma attached to veganism and the person that is vegan. Regardless, I digress. Let's get into the pros and the cons here. And I'm going to start with the pros. For somebody who loves fruits and vegetables, who's fun looking up, what are the benefits of a vegan diet? First one, obviously, we're getting more greens and, and fruits. So this is going to have a plethora of benefits. First of all, we take a look at just, just all the vitamins and minerals we're getting when we're consuming more plants. And one that I found is... Uh, I love it. They're called polyphenols. They're specifically plant compounds that they're antioxidants. So they help fight cancer, disease. A lot of these, a lot of these antioxidants, this is what they do. They get rid of free radicals in the body that happen during like, say your exposure to smoke, uh, alcohol, 
uh, toxins. These antioxidants help get rid of these free radicals. So I, I love polyphenols for that reason. And a diet rich in plants is going to have quite a bit of these compounds. Another reason I, I do actually like the vegan diet is for the amount of fiber you're going to consume on it. If, you, if it's done the right way, if you're eating whole foods, fiber is so important for many reasons. And one of my favorite reasons is its, uh, its impact on the gut microbiome. So our gut microbiome, basically, I like to think of it as a second brain. There's been a lot of correlations between uh, depression, even curing depression and healing the gut microbiome. We actually create different neurotransmitters like serotonin. I think most of it's actually created in the gut microbiome. And serotonin is a happy chemical uh, that's released in the brain during times of, I guess, euphoria and I guess think of it when you're happy, this is when there's going to be serotonin released. So it's super important. We actually have up to 4.5 pounds. I had to transfer that to kilograms, so you're welcome. But for, we have 4.5 pounds of gut microbes in our, in, our, in our gut. And we want to make sure we're giving them the right fuel to create good microbes. So fiber is going to do that. And during my research, I found this tribe in Tanzania. It's called the Hazda tribe. Hopefully I'm saying that correct. But they get around 100 grams of fiber a day. And they eat seasonally. So different things that, that grows, grow throughout the season. And this creates a very diverse environment in the gut microbiome, which is really, which is really what you're looking for. Eating the same things all the time. If you're eating broccoli every single day while it's healthy is not the most optimal for your gut. So fiber feeds those good microbes. And as I mentioned, it's great for cognitive function, also really good for your immune system. And if you're somebody who's really worried about this pandemic, not saying you shouldn't be, feed your body good fuel to have a healthy gut. It's as simple as that. Well, I guess it's not as simple as that, but you get the picture. Fiber is also really good for helping lower cholesterol and also satiety. It helps keep you full longer. I want to go even more into fiber, but it's just supposed to be a 10-minute podcast, so we'll go into fiber another day. Let's talk about some of the things I don't love about the vegan diet, and one of the cons is protein is a little harder to get. If you're somebody who's trying to build muscle, I'm not saying this isn't possible, it's harder to reach your protein goals, and getting one gram of protein per pound of lean mass is tough. And if you're doing it the right way, not eating all this process like fake sausage and fake just bullshit, it's hard to eat enough legumes, beans, tofu, uh, even nuts. Nuts aren't a really high-protein food, but when you're on the vegan diet, there's, it's protein, so you, it's what you're going to opt for. And doing this, eating this much, goes into my next one, causes a lot of gas and bloating because you're eating such high-fibrous foods. And this is pretty uncomfortable. This is actually something, uh, to be completely honest with you, I'm kind of going through right now. I do eat a lot of vegetables, but this is on another. This is on another level. So a lot of bloating, just discomfort. Uh, I definitely recommend if you're somebody who's interested in adding more fruits and vegetables to your diet, and you should, just take it slow. You don't need to go from. You don't need to add like tons and tons of fiber right away to your diet. It's going to cause some digestive problems. So that's another one. Uh, getting into the real 
like health risks as far as the vegan diet. Um, the, a pretty common one's vitamin B12. So vitamin B12 is primarily found in animal products, and you'll see a lot of vegans uh, deficient in vitamin B12. If you are somebody who's going to go plant-based, absolutely supplement with a uh, B vitamin, 100%. There's no reason that shouldn't be in your, in your supplementation. And another reason, uh, as far as nutrition, the vegan diet is not the most optimal, in my opinion, is uh, you'll see a lot of omega-3 deficiencies. So omega-3 is a essential fatty acid. We need this to survive. Essential meaning that without it, you will die, I mean, over a certain period of time. But these fatty acids are really good for your brain, really good for heart health. If you're super into health or if you're into health at all, I'm sure you've heard omega-3s. We want those. So what plants will contain is uh, a short-chain fatty acid called ALA or alpha-linoleic acid. And what ALA is, is ALA will actually uh, convert in the body to an omega-3. So a lot of vegans will say, well, yeah, I, I get enough omega-3s. I'm eating flax. I'm eating walnuts. I'm eating uh, chia seeds different things like that, that they, they'll convert to omega-3 in the body. And while this is true, it's, it's very uh, inefficient. So not all of it converts. And there's two different kinds of omega-3s, EPA and DHA. A lot, of it, a lot of those ALAs convert to EPA. EPA is good, but we also need DHA. DHA is going to be the omega-3 that's really good for uh, cognitive function and brain health. So if you are somebody that's vegan, you know, yes, you can eat a ton of walnuts, flaxseed, chia seeds, avocado, and hope for really good conversion into omega-3s, but it's just not optimal. And this is why I don't think the vegan diet is the best. I think eating mostly plants with a lot of animal, with a bit of animal products is going to be the most optimal. And opting for things like grass-fed beef and if you can get it, if you hunt elk, venison, getting fatty fish like sardines and salmon, anchovies, just good fatty acids. And then get, you're going to be able to get those B vitamins in there. And it's also, it's going to kill three birds with one stone, B vitamins, protein, and omega threes. Now, if you're hardcore vegan and you're like, well, fuck you. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I've done my research. I don't hate the vegan diet. I think if most people, I think if, I think if the most United States, 90% of the United States actually went vegan, we would not have nearly as many of the health issues we have today. And I, I think I don't need to bring COVID into this, but you know, it's, it's a real issue. I think there'd be a lot less deaths in cases of COVID if we went vegan. But do I think that's optimal? No, I, that, that's me saying that the diet we have is just horseshit. The Western diet is horrible. So more plants is definitely going to be optimal. But we don't have to go completely to this whole crazy other side of the fence of no animal products. If you do it for moral and ethical reasons, I absolutely respect you. I think you should do whatever you want to do. My opinion is, though, for myself, and for clients that ask, the most optimal diet is not the vegan diet. Anytime you're eliminating a food group, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Not only 
are you eliminating a certain nutrient? And like I talked about omega threes, B vitamins, protein, I guess not, you're not eliminating protein, but it, it's harder to get and it's harder to be healthy. So some of my tips, if you do want to go, go vegan is first of all, you really got to plan, be super meticulous about what you're going to eat that week. Plan out meal prep. Absolutely. If you're going to do this, because you can get caught in these situations where if you don't have vegetables ready, if you don't have good, tasty meals, high palatable meals ready that are good for you, you're going to opt for just garbage. And just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're healthy. There's you could still eat gummy bears and candy and most chips and just you can still eat garbage. Don't don't think this is you know, you're just crazy healthy if you're vegan, because I, trust me, I know some vegans and vegetarians that eat like garbage. And if your goal is optimal health, I think take a step back, reassess it, do some of your own research. Is this the right diet for you? Talk to your doctor or don't, because doctors don't really know a lot about nutrition. Talk to a dietitian and go from there. But that was my findings on the vegan diet. How am I enjoying it as of, as of now? I actually enjoy it. I really do. I love vegetables. Somebody who loves to cook, who's starting up this food business, I've been able to get creative and find new ways to cook delicious things with no animal products. So that's been really fun for me. The only thing, like I said, the only thing that sucks is the bloating, uh, just a lot of fiber, a lot of food. And it, it that's not necessarily the most comfortable when I'm either exercising throughout the day or with clients. Like, I don't want to feel like that. But other than that, energy levels are pretty good. My sleep's really good. Um, I'm looking forward to adding some meat back in, and I'm not really looking forward to this carnivore, carnivore diet, to be completely honest with you. I will do a whole other podcast on that in a couple weeks when we start. That's going to be the Health on 10 podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, keep your health on 10. Eat more plants.